Welcome to Navigate the Day, a podcast where I share my personal journey of Stoic journaling. For 365 days, I will be exploring the teachings of Stoicism and how they can be applied to my daily life. This podcast is for anyone looking to find peace, happiness, and fulfillment in their lives. Join me on this journey as I navigate the ups and downs of life and strive to live with purpose and wisdom. Hello, friend, and welcome to Navigate the Day. It's November 29th, 2023. We're coming close to the end of the month of acceptance or amor fati, and that falls under the discipline of will. Our episode today is 333. You're going to be okay. Thank you for joining me on this journey of self-discovery and stoic journaling. I appreciate it and hope that you're gaining something from it as well. It's almost been 365 days since I started this, and I'm still unsure as to whether I will continue it or not. Or if I will change the format up a bit for the next year. Either way, thank you again for joining me. With that, I'll jump into our quote for today. Don't lament this, and don't get agitated. Marcus Aurelius, Meditations, 7.43 In this passage, Marcus Aurelius advises against lamenting or getting agitated in the face of certain situations. The Stoic philosophy which Marcus Aurelius adhered to encourages individuals to maintain inner tranquility and composure, regardless of external circumstances. Lamenting or getting agitated often stems from an emotional response to events, and Stoicism teaches the importance of cultivating emotional resilience and accepting what cannot be changed. This advice is a reminder to approach challenges with a calm and rational mind, focusing on what is within one's control rather than dwelling on the aspects that are not. So that led us to today's journal prompt. How can I be less agitated? And complain about it less too. There are many times where I've been agitated, and I'm sure there will be more before I leave this world. Something that I haven't really taken the time to do is figure out what triggers my agitation, and in turn, my incessant complaining. It's as if I have a brewing storm inside me, ready to erupt at any moment. The slightest inconvenience can set off a chain reaction of frustrations causing me to unleash a torrent of complaints. It's a constant battle within, a struggle to understand and control these triggers that have a grip on my emotions. However, I realize that self-reflection and introspection hold the key to breaking free from this cycle of agitation and complaining. Only by delving deep into my own psyche can I uncover the root causes, confront them, and ultimately find a sense of peace and contentment as a result. Family isn't a choice. We aren't in control of who we get saddled with in this sense. My family 
is the source that triggers a lot of agitation in me. When I look back at the times of friction, I unfortunately have realized I had a hand in most, if not all of it. And when it comes down to it, the Stoics taught that thoughts and responses are the only things I really control in these interactions. There are a few memories of how my grandmother mistreated or manipulated others in the family. However, that's my perspective. And the reality of the situation is I don't hold all of the information, so I could very well be making a mistake myself. I'm assuming that her actions have malicious intent without concrete evidence. Not only this, but I'm spending time complaining instead of taking a hard look at what I can do differently to keep my peace of mind despite her and her choices and actions. By focusing on her actions and dwelling on the past, I am allowing her to have power over my emotions and mental well-being. It is in my control to choose how I react and respond to her behavior. However, instead of blaming and complaining, I can choose to set boundaries, communicate effectively, and perhaps even seek guidance through therapy to navigate these challenging interactions. I'm hoping this will create a better family dynamic, as I know it affects more members than just the two of us. In the end, I'm the one responsible for my own peace of mind and happiness, regardless of anyone else's choices and actions. The most obvious area that I'm currently lamenting and complaining about is my past relationship with Sunflower. I've been grieving it for two months now, and I don't think I've gotten any better in that time. I'm still struggling to regulate my emotions. However, it's no longer really anger that has built up. I opened the floodgates, so to speak, making crying a daily ritual for me at this point. This new annoying reflex pops up several times throughout the day and without much needed to trigger it. I let my more sad emotions bowl to the surface and haven't found a way I haven't found a healthy way to deal with them. Instead, I find myself consumed by constant sadness and a sense of longing for what once was. It's as if every little thing reminds me of Sunflower and our shared moments, amplifying the pain that already weighs heavily on my heart. The void left by her absence seems insurmountable and I fear that I may never truly hear, heal. It's become clear that I need to find a healthier outlet for my grief, to channel my emotions into something constructive, and give myself, at the very least, a chance to move forward. Embracing the stoic concept of accepting what is beyond my control would, like, would likely help this. I need to assess whether my grieving and sadness is linked to factors I cannot change, and practice acceptance as much as I can in these instances. By focusing on what I can control and accepting the things that are beyond my power, I can begin to find inner peace and resilience. It will not be an easy journey, but through practicing acceptance and embracing Stoic philosophy, I can gradually learn to let go of this pain and find a healthier outlet for my grief.
With time, I hope to heal and open myself up to the possibilities of moving forward, knowing that life will always bring both joys and sorrows. There are some practices I've been using in an attempt to deal with life, my emotions, and my constant negative inner self-talk, lamenting, and complaining. I'm not so sure that they are helping exactly, but I'm putting an effort into them. For almost a month now, I've engaged in one form of meditation or another. Daily. More often than not, I use my first cup of coffee of the day as a way to be more mindful and set an intention to keep in mind as I tackle the rest of my day. A more consistent thing I've been doing is gratitude journaling shortly before bed. This has been going on for a few months now, at least. I find that jotting down a few things I'm grateful for helps shift my focus from negativity and brings a sense of peace before I sleep. It's amazing how acknowledging even the smallest blessings can bring a sense of contentment and perspective. Additionally, I've started incorporating breathing exercises into my daily routine, taking a few moments to focus on my breath and let go of the tension in my body has been incredibly calming and has helped me manage my emotions a little bit better throughout the day. Overall, while these practices may not completely eliminate my self-talk, they have certainly provided me with some tools to navigate life's challenges with more grace and mindfulness. So on that note, I'm going to wrap things up for today so I can continue doing what's essential to me. I'm eager to learn more about myself and others, as well as develop new or unused skills along the way. I hope that I get more opportunities to show my gratitude and appreciation to those I love, such as my family, friends, and sunflower alike. I also need to remain patient as I progress, remembering that all things in life take time. I enjoy journaling like this as it helps me to reflect daily and recommend everyone try journaling for a while at least. I feel good about getting these thoughts out, even when it is difficult or feels unhelpful. So thank you for taking the time to listen to me ramble. Stay safe, and until next time, I wish you the best, and know you can handle the worst. Peace and love, friend.